Welcome to Navigating the Modern World. I am your host, Kimberly Johnson. I am a life coach and a sex coach. This podcast was made for you, for you to get the most out of your life. We as human beings are made to win. This podcast offers a perspective in life that has you win, no matter what the challenge or outer circumstances you find yourself in. If you want to learn more about my work, you can go to KimberlyCoaching.com. Hello and welcome to episode 93 of Navigating the Modern World. Today we're going to talk about people whom are marginalized or who as a group of human beings have been severely mistreated or kept at the sidelines of our society. And I'm going to talk about this for a specific reason because I think that it's time that we start being able to have more open, honest conversations about these topics. It's like vital, especially with the election coming up and um, there's so much happening in the world right now. And I think it's just really important that we are able like truly able to talk about the things we're experiencing or our needs or um, making requests of people, like powerful requests of people when people mess up or when people say hurtful things without it going automatically to a reaction, but to really be able to have powerful conversations so that we can all be in powerful action and no longer in constant reaction. And this episode is sparked um, by something that I saw yesterday as I was driving home. I was driving home and I saw a man standing on the side of the street and he had a sign, um, which a lot of people in Denver have who are experiencing homelessness. And the sign said, you could care less that I am homeless. And it was pretty heavy traffic. I had this like initial like, oh, I, I'm super curious about that. I wonder, you know, why he has that sign and, and how that sign's going for him, you know. Um, and for people that might be listening in for the first time, I have a brother who experiences homelessness and I am deeply curious about that population of humans. But as I was driving, so I saw the sign and I kept going, I went home and as I was driving home, I began to think about a practice that I had just started. I probably like a week and a half before yesterday. So a week and a half ago, I began a practice of sitting in meditation, which I do almost daily. And, but, but the practice, the meditation practice that I took on was meditating on the experiences of people who are marginalized or people who have been severely mistreated. So I would maybe try to put myself in the shoes of someone who's experiencing homelessness or um, an African-American who has, you know, dealt with slavery or who's 
family history was based in slavery or they're experiencing poverty because simply because of the the color of their skin or they're racially profiled by the police. Like I, I've been sitting, um, the other one, before I say I've been sitting, uh, the other one that I've been kind of meditating on from time to time is what it would be like to be an immigrant, someone who either by choice to pursue a better life or who's fleeing violence, whatever that might be, but someone who is trying to get into a place that they may not be welcome, similar to a lot of immigrants in the United States right now. Um, so I've been sitting in meditation, and I, this was all sparked by a podcast that I listened to um, where an African-American gentleman who was speaking on the podcast really said, most people don't have empathy for what my people have gone through. And I totally got that. I was like, that's very true. And as he even spoke about it, he said, you know, people will never understand. And there's a need for people to attempt to be in my shoes, be in our shoes. And so that sparked me sitting in meditation. And so I've been doing this practice. And so yesterday when I was driving home and I saw this gentleman with the sign I began to kind of process like my experience in meditation, which is honestly highly heartbreaking. It feels heartbreaking and it also feels impossible at the same time. It feels impossible to fully understand and to walk in another person's shoes. And it also is heartbreaking to think about what certain people experience. And I think understanding that heartbreak is really important in our current world. And so I saw this guy's sign that said, you know, you could care less that I'm, you know, that I'm homeless. And I immediately went to, actually, it's not that I could care less because I actually care deeply and it's heartbreaking for me to face I think that we as human beings avoid really looking I would say we as human beings who are not experiencing these things right it's really hard and heartbreaking to begin to face what certain people are going through or have gone through. So not only is it kind of impossible, you know, in the realm of homelessness, I have had many conversations with many people experiencing homelessness. And I've now been practicing the sitting with meditation about their life. And I have thought about my brother for years and years and years, and it still feels impossible to quite understand. And it also feels heartbreaking. And I think that we as Westerners specifically, since that's where I live, it's like almost it doesn't it doesn't show up as possible in our society 
to automatically think about, oh, I need to sit down and I need to think about these things. Because we are a society that is obsessed with being busy, 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 almost as a means. Like I can feel the undercurrent. I can feel this underlying as a means to avoid what we need to actually look at. And we distract ourselves in a bunch of ways that are also not, you know, busyness. We do it with social media. We do it with alcohol. We do it with substance abuse. We do it with relationships. We do it in whatever way we do it. We, we become workaholics, right? Whatever way we're doing it. And I think there's a deep undertone that if we really slow down, And if we really opened our eyes to some of the things going on in the world, that we would actually become heartbroken. And we don't want to do that. It, it, you know, nobody wants to be heartbroken. I don't care who you are, where you come from. Nobody wants to feel that. And so it makes sense, the avoidance of it. And for myself, someone who is highly aware that I am ignorant Someone who is highly aware that I feel scared to look at these things because I feel very helpless, like I'm not sure what to do about them. I'm not sure how I can help them. But as I was thinking about all of this, I really got clear that it's our job. So me as a privileged white woman, it is actually my job. If I want to see some sort of, you know, resemblance of peace on this planet, some sort of resemblance of forgiveness on this planet, true peace and love and healing on this planet, that it's actually my job to really sit and look and explore these things. And there's a few ways that, you know, we can do this. We can meditate on it to find empathy, right? We can really do that. We can really sit and we can, over time, you know, draw closer maybe to breaking down the walls of being able to be with the heartbreak that's happening in the world. So just sitting and, you know, my meditation is quite simple, guys. It's not, you know, I don't have to spend an hour doing it, but it can take it can take five minutes. You know, you set a timer and you close your eyes and you put yourself in someone else's shoes, And you think about their life and you really try to feel and understand what their experience is like. You know, and then you can also talk to people, go out and talk to people. If you don't understand somebody, you know, our initial reaction, because we are survival beings, we want to survive, is to completely ignore and get rid of the people whose lives we don't understand. So, you know, there's that quote that's like, surround yourself with the, you know, the people who are most like you, I actually, I kind of disagree with that quote. Um, Because if we do that, we will stay ignorant. We will stay pretty ignorant, guys. And um, I'm trying to remember, I believe it was Brene Brown who said, the thing you have most in common with, you know, the people that you have the most in common with is actually that you hate the same people. And I'm saying that quote kind of butchered, but the quote was something like, you know, if you surround yourself just with 
people that are like-minded and have all the same likes and interests and experiences as you the main thing that actually you have in common is that you hate all the same people and hate's a strong word but i would i would ask you to actually look you know if you're if you're not a trump supporter and you're against trump your friends my guess is is they all probably hate trump or the mass majority of them and it's an interesting quote because it gives you some like oh hmm interesting you know it makes you think it makes you curious it makes you question and so another way that we can break down the walls of our ignorance and there's nothing wrong with ignorance we are all ignorant about something and i am ignorant about a lot and we can talk to people we can ask them you know what has you acting the way you're acting if somebody's acting a way you don't understand or what is your life like please share with me what is it like to be an immigrant What is it like to live on the margins of society? What is it like to be homeless? What has it been like to be an African-American in America, right? We can begin to ask questions and really get curious about people. And one group of people that I realize in this moment that I'm leaving out is people who are incarcerated. Um, Another great uh, group of human beings to begin to get curious about instead of just automatic judgment. Um, The other thing that I'm talking about through talking to people is just real true curiosity. And if you notice that you begin to have a judgment or you begin to have fear about a certain group of humans, I would really suggest that you ask yourself why. Is it because of what I see in the news? Is it because what I've been taught? Have I actually had any experiences with this group of humans? Like really begin questioning your biases. And then the other thing that I think we can open up to is compassion. Deep compassion. Compassion for the way people act. Because since we can't fully understand where another human or another group of humans is coming from, what we can do is we can, through empathy, we can begin to try to understand. And, and when we can't, we extend compassion for that we've got to understand that people act the way they act for very specific reasons. And usually it's fear-based. Usually it's survival-based. And survival can come out in you know fear reactions or anger or um, you know whatever it might be, reaction. And so really having compassion, like, like I see you and compassion is, is seeing someone for their essence, like what's underneath what they might do or say. Compassion is the ability to look at a human and see a human and to relate how we mess up and how maybe the other person is messed up or how we judge and get angry like the other person is judging and getting angry like it's the ability to see each other to see another human being and and recognize that we actually are very similar and and it's to see another human being and to actually see a human being we don't see human beings we see what people have done we see what they look like and we base all these stories and judgments about those things and we don't just look and try to find a human being we don't try and look and find 
that they also have good qualities. Every single human being walking this earth has both good and bad qualities. Every single one of us, we all have the light and the dark. So every single human, whether you think you hate them or you think that you definitely, they definitely do not have good qualities, that's you, that's you lying to yourself. That is your ignorance. Because everyone, even Trump, everyone has good and bad qualities, has light and dark things about them, has shadow sides, has light sides. We all have both. And it's our job to find the light in people. Because when we can find the light in people, we reflect the light. And that can maybe begin some sort of healing in them that they can remember who they are. Because just like they're acting or being a certain way, you must understand that you do the same, but you do your version. And this also brings up the, the, the conversation of compassion also brings up that it's going to take everyone. It's going to take everyone. It's going to take people who are people who are the people that have been harmed and who are marginalized or have who have been very mistreated it's going to take them and it's going to take the privileged wealthy white whatever you want to start saying right you just it's going to take everyone it's going to take both sides it's going to take every single person because it can't just be one-sided it can't be one one side's job it's going to take everyone and with that said, because it's going to take everyone, it's going to take everyone, um, you know, understanding or wanting to be understanding or wanting to have compassion or wanting to have curiosity for other people. It's going to take, it's going to take everyone, but it has to start with you. We can't demand anything from anyone unless we're doing it. We can't stand for something in the world that we ourselves do not have or are not practicing. It's, you literally can't. You can. You can. And no one's going to listen. Because if you're demanding something of, human, of a human being or the, of the human race, and you yourself are then not doing anything about it, you're just sitting at home doing whatever... As, my, as a friend of mine says, eating bonbons. I hope you're listening to this and you know who you are. Um, it's going to take everyone. And it is our responsibility. And I'm making this podcast because most of us don't think that we have time to do so. But yet we complain about the state of the world. And we want the world to be more peaceful or more connective. And I'm making this podcast because it's going to have to start with you. It's going to have to start with me. We have to first let go of the ways that we're judgmental, the ways that um, we have biases against other people, um, the ways that we're racist, the ways that we keep ourselves separate from our brothers and sisters. It's going to have to start with us. And I gave some examples, and I want to say them again. We can meditate to find empathy. We can really sit and try to step into the shoes of others in their lives. 
And you can do this not only with, you know, groups of humans that are experiencing awful things, but you can do it with somebody that you think you dislike at work. You can do it with anyone. But to really, it starts there. It starts at that level. You can't, you know, preach loving everyone if you dislike someone over here. It's hypocritical. And we must just be willing to say that we're hypocrites because all of us are. We're hypocrites and we're working on it. And we must really work on it. We all have the ways in which we're hypocrites. And that's where the work is meant to be done. That's the work. That's where it's meant to be done. Is places where we're preaching something and we're not walking the talk. And, you know, the other thing I said is that we can begin to talking to the people. So talking to the people who um, you may not understand their life or talking to the people that you might judge or talking to the person at work that you hate and then having curiosity with them and then bringing that curiosity within yourself and asking yourself why, what has me feeling this way about this group of people or about this person really begin asking, looking within yourself and being willing to be honest with yourself. Oh, well, my grandmother does that. So maybe it's passed down, right? Like it, it's going to take some questioning. It's going to take some, some really deep looking and wanting to look. If you want to change the world, if you want the world to change, we're going to have to start looking. And then the last thing I suggested was compassion. You know, there's a quote that I've said multiple times in my podcast, and I'm going to say it again because it's just so good. And it's, if you stare at anything long enough, you will fall in love with it. And I suggest that's with every single human being walking this earth. We all have protective mechanisms. We all react in certain ways to protect ourselves. It's not personal. That's not personal to a one to one person. You know, one person might react at you and you might think it's personal. It's not. We all have survival mechanism. It's part of being a human being. We all react. It's part of being a human being. We all make mistakes. It's part of being a human being. We all say things that are hurtful and mean and things we don't mean. It's, it's part of being a human. It's not personal. And I love the quote because I believe it. If we begin to get curious enough about every single human being, and like I said, it's, it's going to take all of us. If we look at them and we really get to know them and we really choose like I'm going to find humanness in you I'm going to find a place where I can see you not what you've done but I can see who you truly are underneath all of that underneath all of the trying to run or flee or all the fighting you know what what is underneath all of your reaction what is underneath the things you say what is underneath the sky skin color that covers your bones what is underneath the dirt from experiencing homelessness that covers your body what is underneath what's in the eyes of that human being what's in the heart and soul of that human being we really really take that on something will begin shifting here something will begin shifting in your own heart And that feels like a really worthy thing to be spending my time doing, to be talking about, to be sharing about. 
So if this podcast or any other podcast has ever touched your heart in any way, I would love it if you could pop over to iTunes on your computer and rate and review this podcast. I am so grateful for all of you. Please go out and vote if you can. Please vote. It's very important to vote. And you are amazing. And I will talk to you soon.